tuned in to the Catholic Avengers with Jeff Kassab and Pilaris Haki, brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center. Jeff, hey. <laughs> welcome our audience. Welcome, Pilar. Guys. We have another episode of the Great. I'm going to say we're great. Or okay, uh, the you, old, you can say it, okay, but it the, doesn't matter what you the think. The halfway decent. Catholic Avengers Podcast. I'm your host, Pilar Saki. This is my co-host. Jeff Kassab. Also known as The Hulk. The Hulk. I got that little Iron Man guy right, right here. <laughs> Thank you guys for attending uh, or joining the show today. Um, we like to start off every show with uh, kind of some stuff we brought from the house. So, you know, Jeff has gotten lazy on us. You see, he's brought the same uh, cross for the 14th. Show I didn't get it's our, it's our cross for the show. It's it's. it's I don't think that's what we determined we were gonna do, but oh, we did. You mailed it in. It's fine. I brought in something new. I brought in something new. This I actually, and I'm gonna give Jeff Kasab some credit tonight. This is uh, you know it's not right having Iron Man in front of Jesus. We're just not gonna do that. So this is a uh, it's a it's kind of a unique portrait of Jesus. And if you're listening on the podcast, sorry you can't hear it, but it's from the movie. Is it Heaven's for Real? Uh, well, no, yeah, I think of a different movie. Yeah, Heaven is for Real. Is it's, for real. We're very towards the end of the movie, though. So yeah. the, I was at Jeff's house one day, hanging out in his kitchen. I really, I went to go see his wife. Much much better person than him um, and his kids. <laughs> And he's got this picture of Jesus on his, his wall. I said, Jeff, what is that picture? And he's like, and he, he explained the whole story to me. And uh, if you've ever seen that movie, so it's about a kid who's going through appendix surgery and he's, he dies for like a minute or maybe or not, whatever. Anyway, he sees, he sees Jesus. And the whole movie's kind of about like this little town kind of coming to grips with this kid who saw Jesus. And his dad is a minister. Yeah, his dad's a Protestant minister. Mm-hmm. And so uh, at the end of the movie, it shows um, him like his dad or not I guess not in the movie anyway he's googling like what did Jesus look like the dad's asking the son and he gets to this picture on Google and he's like that's him that's Jesus yeah and then Jeff was telling me that this was painted by a woman a girl a girl yes like an 11 year old Um, 11 year old I think she was 9 or 10 at the time yeah yeah so she he was his dad was going through the computer and asking him because the kid said he saw Jesus. Yeah. So he's clicking through all these pictures of Jesus. He's like, no, that's not him, Dad. No, Dad, that's Jeff, not him. Jeff, we already did this part. Yep, I explained this. Yep. Did you do? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the girl. The girl painted it. So what are you it. asking me? The girl painted it. She was an atheist. Her parents were an atheist. Her parents were atheists, yeah. And then she He saw really- the picture. He's like, that's him. Yeah. You know, but the girl who painted it, like she's in the, I can't remember what she Eastern, had a vision. She, Eastern European country. She just had a vision. She had a vision. Yeah, it comes from an atheist has, home. I forgot her name, but she has a beautiful. She's on YouTube, and you can look her up. And uh, she's got other beautiful paintings of like heaven and like just beautiful. And she colors got a vision and, that this is what Jesus said he looks like. I think so. And this is what the kid yeah. pointed out to. So hey, you know what? You know, only God knows divine yeah. providence. But yeah, hundred percent beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, so it's in my house. I brought it. That was that's what I shared today. Jeff, I'd have you explain the cross, oh, but you've already explained it nineteen times today. Uh, or on yeah, I'm not even paying attention to you right been, now, man. How's the YouTube videos you're watching? I'm not watching you YouTube videos. Can you watch videos. a YouTube video I'm, on I'm how to be a good podcast host? All I'm trying to do is share our page on Facebook <laughs> so other people can see it. I'm carrying, Unbelievable, carrying man. the show. What else is new? Unbelievable. So, Jeff, what have you been up right. to, man? I had nothing new. It was fun. We were at your house the other day. I know. I, I haven't me. seen you guys I'm in glad, a while. I'm glad you had fun. I did have a good time. These guys are upstairs enjoying a drink. I'm downstairs just on the grill <laughs> killing myself for you people. Listen, just for your information, I was actually I was feeding Joe. Joey and John Paul. I have 10 kids. You feed the two boys. You're well, such they're a... the ones who kept coming. They can't reach the counter. That is true. So John Paul is pointing to the fruit bowl. Yeah. He can't see it. He's just pointing. I show him grapes. He doesn't want them. I show him everything. All 
Then he finally he saw the strawberry. He's like, ah! I gave him a strawberry. He's put it in his mouth. It's not even done. He wants another one. Jeff. He had four strawberries. And I said, Laura, no. um, can you have more? No. She's like, no. And what'd you do? I gave him more. Yeah, Jeff, yeah. let me explain something to you. Then, you hey, can't I, give little kids that much fiber. Do you know what Laura had to go through the next day because of you? Oh, don't blame <laughs> you can't it. do that. Don't blame it on the strawberries, man. <laughs> right? Then, You're the worst. then my boy Joey comes. He was all soaking wet. To be fair, Mini Hulk. Mini Hulk. You guys have a bond. I love this kid. Rips coverage off of yours. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He comes up to me. He's like, oh, I don't know what, I didn't say what he said. I know he wanted to eat. No. I, 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 this one, I gave him the fruit bowl. Oh, boy. The and whole he, bowl. He ate all the blueberries. Oh, my God. He had a couple pineapples. No, he's still in diapers too, right? I, I know. So his, what you're saying his is... His diaper had like 15 pounds of water right, and he was in the pool. Next time we're coming to your house. <laughs> you just you destroyed everything. Let me know so I can go shopping. Because I, you know... <laughs> I'm not ten bringing kids, the kids. Ten kids, man. I got to make sure I got... Uh, what are we talking about today? What's the topic? Uh, the joy of our faith. The joy of our the faith. The joy of being Catholic. The joy of being a Christian. There's so much. Oh man, I can't wait to dive into this. Man. Oh wow, are we it's diving amazing. in, huh? Yeah, we're gonna dive okay. in, man. Right. We're gonna and dive I in. Not saying the shallow end. We're going um, all the way. Before we dive in, I mean, like we always do. Your pool. Oh boy, <laughs> your pool is still green. It's, it's open time. Last year was green. <sighs> now it's green again. Yeah. You're buying chemicals. Listen, I came oh, at, at the end of the pool. I saw like. 15 bottles of empty bottles. Empty chlorine. Here we go okay, again. Look, it's a a big, okay, I thought I learned. Okay, it's a big you pool. You can't learn in one summer, bro. Why not? You have a, no, you can't. I can do all things through Just, Christ our Lord. Who's strength yeah, we can. Yeah, <laughs> except fix a pool. For some pool. reason, Christ doesn't want it's, you to have a, a pool. It's a lot of prayer. I was saying rosaries the whole time I had the pump going. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I don't understand what's going on so, right, with so the chlorine. Here, here's the problem, man. It's a large pool, okay. and it's an old pool. Okay. So every year something new, this is what I've determined, every year something new is breaking. Either that or my pool guy is the best sales guy ever. <laughs> One of the two things. So anyway, this year, I, I, I guess it was time for a new pump or okay. something. So the guy had to come out and he had to work on the chemicals. He's like, the pump isn't working right. And I'm like, no, come on. We just replaced the pump last year. And they told me that I'm an idiot. And I was like, here's $1,000. Anyway, he put a new pump in. <laughs> and uh, now the pool's actually looking okay. Yeah? Yeah. Listen, the pool was actually kind of fine last year, if we're being totally honest, until you showed up. Come on. The, the pool was Hulk. The pool was green for a month. Because what of you. you it has nothing what to is, do with. What is it that makes the Hulk green? It, it had what nothing to do with me. What made you green? When I get pissed no, off. No, but would you expose to some like things? Gamma rays. Gamma rays. You're, you're, you gamma rayed into my pool last year. Come on, man. Polar, what are you talking about? Just saying, man. I don't know, this, man. This, this doesn't happen by accident. <laughs> so anyway, the pool's a disaster. We'll get it going. But it's getting clearer by the day. That's good. And then, you know, this Saturday, it's going to be a, a really hot day. Yeah, yeah. Sunday's Maddie's birthday. Yeah. I got a bunch of 12 and 13-year-olds coming over. I, I this My dad of the year award is on the line right That's now. That's awesome. I, I really hope you get it fixed for the sake of Maddie. And I appreciate kids. you. Are are you going to start yeah. paying attention to the podcast now? I don't know, The man. audience would like to see you. I burned, miss you. I burned my finger at his house. Well, can you tell him how? <laughs> tell him how. It wasn't my fault. He had a lighter. It was, was a, a fancy lighter. I, I don't use fancy lighters. It's a torch lighter, Jeff. I know, but it was small. It was very confusing. Jeff, this Anyways, is 1975. I held the lighter like sideways no, and my finger upside down I held you it upside literally down tried to light the trying to open I the bottom of the lighter I lit it and it burned my <laughs> finger and I got a blister and I was in pain all night he kept bringing me ice and it I was, was I tried to be a nice friend was, I did it for our time she couldn't listen to you complain anymore you know what actually it, it, after, I mean it stopped her it, it wasn't that bad you whined the whole night it was hurting me bro you're such a baby why didn't you tell me that it, I, why didn't you tell me I was holding it upside down Jeff you don't have to tell people that they're holding a lighter upside listen, down listen this lighter they know 
know they're holding it's, it upside it's, down. It's, a, it's round and it's like this long. You can't tell which one is top or bottom. Next, both look next the same. podcast, I'm bringing the lighter to the show and I'm going to show the audience how ridiculous you look. Unbelievable, man. This Unreal. Can I, can I get a new podcast? Oh, my God. <laughs> Avengers, man. I heard you had a fun weekend with, uh, we with Captain America we, uh, with the loan. We, uh, we led a marriage retreat. Lauren marriage retreat. How'd that go? It was actually, it was very fruitful. It was great. Good. It was great. We had met some great couples. Good. Just helping everybody kind of bring God closer to the center of the marriage. Awesome retreat. If you haven't gone on it, uh, highly recommend through CRC. They do it twice a year. But the loan was there the whole the weekend. Loan. What's uh, wrong just, with that? I mean, okay, the retreat was great. Besides that, if I'm being totally honest, I mean, you hung I had out, to spend you hung like out two. Captain America. Well, he's you know he's got some issues with Captain right now. Does he? He's you know I think he's thinking about transitioning. <laughs> well, I think like, I think you mentioned that his biggest issue was that he can't fit into this suit anymore. Mm. Delone, I didn't say that. That came from Jeff Kassab. Delone, I'll talk. To, I'll tell you later about it. Delone, wow, this Something isn't real. Can't fit but in anyway, this suit. Anyway, yeah, his wife is amazing. I love Larsa. Oh, she's Larsa's, a great, Larsa's she's a great awesome. human being. But yeah. I, she could have done a lot better than Delone. That's for damn sure. That's one thing we figured out in the marriage retreat. <laughs> that was what we all came. But that was with you guys. Too? He was there. He was no. He was one of the other leaders. Yeah. Yeah, you know he's okay. He that was all right. If that was a, if he, his Avenger identity. Yeah, what do you think? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> the guy that does his hands and he does something pisses him off. He just is he really is he really quiet and serious all the time? Doctor Strange. Oh, I don't know what oh yeah. Really? Oh my there god, very serious that's all Dr. the Strange. time. That's Vidal. That's Vidal. That's Vidal. What are you gonna do? Ooh. Father P's on vacation because he worked too hard. He's very busy. I know. Stressed out. This guy goes on vacation. If you're gonna listen, you're I've gonna... had a vacation in two years. I work seven days a week. This but, guy but, works one day a week for he, one hour on does, a Sunday. He does an entire mass every week though. I got a guy. You know he what? Needs to, he needs a break. He I mean, his, his parish, you know, I think he was like three people go to confession. <laughs> you know? He's in and out. He's in and out. You know, two of them are from the choir. To be fair, you know? Father Pierre did come and help us on the marriage retreat. He did. He came. Yeah, but you said he complained the whole time. He did, and he fell asleep in the confessional booth, which made it awkward for the rest of the you know the confessions. You fall asleep in the confessional booth? How, how, he did. How, how does he, he did. forgive their sins? I mean, obviously he doesn't care he what they have to say. I don't know. This, this guy's unreal, him. man. It's, and now he's, he's out. Guy. He's hiking somewhere. I don't know where he's at. It's, I don't you know. know I don't know. What, I don't know what these guys do. This guy's unreal. He, I mean, maybe he's watching. Maybe he's watching right now from the top of the mountain. He, I just want to know. He going. People go on vacation to relax. That means you're working hard. Yeah. So the opposite. When you're not working hard, you got to go on vacation to work hard. So that's what happened. Oh, my All God. Right. All right, listen, just to make sure we, we're, we're done with the, him. The preemptive man. of the show here, we talked about uh, Jesus. We made fun of Father Pierre and DeLone. We can start the show now. We can start the show. All right, good. I didn't make fun of DeLone. DeLone's that's my boy. That's not true. You said something about boy. His, his suit or something. Nah, you said that. You said you don't fit in his suit anymore. What did Fulton Sheen have to Quote say about of the day. It, right? Quote yeah. of the day. Our, our, our beloved Fulton J. Sheen always comes through. I love Fulton Sheen. Two classes of people make up and make up the world. Those who have found God and those who are looking for him. Thirsting, hungering, seeking. And the great sinners came closer to him than the proud intellectuals. Pride swells and inflates the ego. Gross sinners are depressed, deflated and empty. They therefore have room for God. God prefers a loving sinner to a loveless saint. Wow. Love can't be trained. Love, I'm sorry, love can be trained, pride cannot. The man who thinks that he knows will rarely find truth. The man who knows he is a miserable, unhappy sinner, like the woman at the well, is closer to peace, joy, and salvation, salvation than he knows. Wow. Archbishop Phone J. What Sheen. a beast. How does he Man. do it every week? I don't know. Every, month or whatever every topic we have? This guy. 
This guy comes through with a beautiful quote that comes through. Wow. How about this? God prefers a loving sinner than a loveless saint. Man. Wow. Well, the, what is it? They say, the who's come closer? So great sinners came closer to him than the proud intellectuals. Man. Would you consider yourself a proud intellectual, by the way? Jeff Gassel, I'm not proud. Of, I'm, not, I'm not intellectual at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fair. either. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, would, I would think I would fall into the category of, uh, was it wretched sinner? Would, would uh, I think, you would be, I think you're a, a loveless saint. Uh, wow. <laughs> Man, that's how you're going to play me. Listen, that's a great quote. And it, it really is. It ties into this idea of joy where we're, as we go through our struggles in life, it's almost that's what drives our joy, the strength and the foundation we have in our faith. Yeah. Because without those struggles... What we talked about a couple of weeks ago was like without evil, we don't know what what uh, what well, good is. Yeah, I mean, if there was no evil, we would not know the existence of God. God, and so know? this is the same thing. If we don't have not to say that, not to misunderstand, God's not evil. That's not what we're saying. Yeah, but if there wasn't evil in the world, we wouldn't know what good is. And this reminds me of yeah. that, right? If we don't have struggle, we don't know what joy is. Yeah, because what comes from struggles when you're done with them? Joy, joy. Sure. Yeah, but this reliance, it's what Fulton James Sheen said, what Bishop Fulton Sheen is saying here is this reliance on our faith brings us closer to God in our struggles. That's yeah. where we get our joy. Yeah. That's cool. Unbelievable. What a great... You know how many guy. books he wrote? Take no. a guess. Um, 16. 16? He wrote, he wrote that in his sleep. <laughs> I don't know. 66 books. Really? Yes. Wow. Amazing. Man. I thought, you know, I've read about 20 of them. I thought he wrote like 30. But I was just reading today, like, he's, guys, he's the author of 66 books. Wow. Great guy. I can't wait to make him a saint. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Well, you know, I can see, I can see, I mean, the next boy we have, Fulton. Already, I know that's I what you told said. Yeah. Wait, wait, and I know if you have a girl, wait. Uh, no, no. Bring it to me. I know. Um, I know it. Philomena. Yeah, Philomena. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to call her Phil, and Laura's going to hate me for it. Sorry, babe. I love you. By the way, Laura, I love you. Watch this show. Say that's a nice spot. What up, Ahlam? There you go. Thank you. I love you, too. All right. Stop so, kicking me. I said it. <laughs> I said it. Stop kicking me. So joy. Joy. In our, in, in our faith. All right, we see what Fulton Sheen has to say about it. But we were having a conversation earlier about this idea that, what well, you were saying, faith, hope, well, faith, uh, faith, charity. hope, and charity, right? The yeah. three theological virtues, yeah. right? And the joy of our faith, like before we get into that part, when you sit, when we talk about joy, what is the first thing? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a Catholic. I'm full. I, I got joy. Yeah. What's the first thing you think of when you say of our faith, like joy? What, what is, what, what comes to mind for you? Each person it could be different. I mean, when you think of, when you think of the word joy, the first thing that pops up is just someone with peace. Peace. And happiness. Yeah. Yeah, peace and happiness. To me, like the resurrection. Ooh. Joy. Like that's yeah. There's no there can't there's no more joy than that. Yeah. It's the center of our faith. And it's like everything revolves around it. It's true. Yeah. You know, the resurrection, the Eucharist. I mean, you know, when you receive the anyways, we'll get into the sacrament. Just prove the resurrection, oh you just prove the whole faith. Great, great, great. But yeah, we were talking about the three uh theological virtues, yeah. right? Um, faith, hope, and charity. Well, Joy ties in with hope, you know? Do tell. Joy, joy ties in with hope. So what is joy? I mean, joy brings us, gives us, we always say like um, when we, in the creed, in the hope of the resurrection, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. In the hope of salvation, we're always hoping for something in our faith. Yeah. And that hope is what brings us joy. Hope brings us right? joy, yeah. It's kind of like the opposite sometimes of our 
are are separated we call them our brothers and sisters like protestants yeah. or maybe calvinist or they believe in once saved always saved yep. so can you imagine if you believed in that mm. right what hope would you have in your everyday living you would say well i'm already saved we're locked in. I'm locked in. Yeah. No matter what I do, I'm good. So that lack of hope could not necessarily bring you joy. No. Mm-hmm. No, it cannot. It, yeah. I mean, it, it really doesn't. I think that's kind of a little bit where we see a difference in our faith and in the Protestant faith. Or, for example, even like in a, a people that are Calvinists, they believe in predestination. Yeah. Either you're, either you're born, you're predestined to heaven or hell. Yeah. Well, what 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 hope is there? It's just what, you're what kind joy of locked, is like there? You said, you're locked in. There's no hope and there's no joy. Mm. You know, if you're going to hell, there, there's no hope of salvation because you're already predestined for wow, hell. Yeah. If you're going to heaven, there's no hope there. I mean, there's no. I mean, I guess there's hope for the afterlife. The virtue is gone. Waiting for it, but the, yeah, the virtue in your life yeah. is not there. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, and then what? Like, okay, so what role in our faith, the, like in terms of. Do we have one of the things I not I shouldn't say struggle with, but I feel an obligation to is like, do we have an obligation as Catholics to be joyful? Oh man, that's a good question. Is that deep? That's a good question. I get you. You've never, you know, in our, this, is our, this is our 11th podcast. You've never asked a deep question until just now. Wow. Holy Spirit. I love all the Holy Spirit. That definitely did come no, from I'm me. Just, I'm just but, th- but think about it. Yeah. I mean, because if I walk around as a Catholic, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, being a grump, yeah. right? Being a, a knucklehead all day. People are going to look at me and they're going to go, that's what... That's what Catholicism is. That what, that's, well, that's what a Christian is. But instead, like I can tell you, I have grown in my faith because I want to be around people who are joyful. And yeah. I say, what do those people have? Yeah. They have Christ. They have Christ. Right? They have Christ. Yeah. Listen, there's many Catholics that just use the, use the name Catholic. It's just a, oh, yeah. it's a label. Yeah. Right? I was born Catholic. I, honestly, really... look, I've known you I mean, really well for the past three, four years. Yeah. You, 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 Sorry about you, that. You, yeah. <laughs> the only good thing out of me knowing you is I got to meet your wife and kids. My so kids are the best. The my thing, wife man. is the best. I'm garbage. I get it. It's I fine. Yeah. <laughs> but you've grown. I mean, I've seen you grow yeah. in your faith. Yeah. And honestly, you, you're you were miserable four years ago. Maybe awful. just because when you're around me, I don't know. Oh, but I, man, you yeah. see so now you're always happy. You're always joyful, even yeah. though you have struggling times. Yeah, of course. You know, at work or with oh. your pool or with the fire in the backyard <laughs> or with the skating ring or with the bonfire or with a gold cart. Or all the things that you have, you still remain joyful, man. It's, you have to laugh at these things. You know? It only happens to me. But we, I think, I think one, I think we have an obligation. But two, it's like you know what? We have this idea that, like, okay, well, we. I, I joked about it earlier, but I, we really can do all things through Christ. Yeah. yeah. You know who's. Who, He's he's there for us. We know that we've won. Yeah. We know that he's got our back. And when you've got, when I've been in a place in my life, let's call it four years ago, now, if I would have to deal with the pool situation, when I'm trying to do everything, Pilar is trying to solve the yeah. problem. Man, I'm miserable. There ain't miserable. no joy there. There is no joy there. The the happiest and the most. I guess you ask me what what, do I come, what comes to mind when you when you say joy, and my first thing I said was peace. Yeah. Right. To me, it's that peace of knowing. I don't need to do this by myself. Yeah. I've got somebody who's got my back. Yeah. Created the universe, loves me, knows every hair on my head, called me by name. Yeah. That brings me peace, man. Look, Jesus says to carry your cross, but he never says you're going to carry it alone. Yeah. You know, never. Yeah. You're right. He's he's going to carry it with you. And even even in times I think people that are are full of joy, which means they're full of Christ. Yeah. Even in times of suffering, Right, 
like, look, when I went through cancer in 2011, mm -hmm. even though it was suffering, it was difficult, and chemo and radiation and surgery and all these things, inside, I was joyful. Wow. You know, people at my, my at work, dude, how, how are you coming to work? How are you working your eight-hour shift? How are you this? Why aren't you at home? What do you mean do at home? Mope around? Yeah. Feel sorry for myself? Yeah. No. Christ gave me strength. Christ gave me love. I, I know that, you know, death has been, even if I was not to be here, even if I was to die, yeah. death is still defeated. Yeah. Right? I, I know. So I had that joy. I had that hope in Christ. And honestly, I look back now, I'm like, you know, man, it was a great, it was a good time in my life. Wow. Even though I was miserable. I don't know how to explain it. A lot of people say, they have joy in their... And St. Paul says, rejoice in, in your suffering. suffering. Yeah. How is that possible? Wow. You, it's only possible if you have the joy and peace of Jesus and Christ. Think about that. If you were an atheist suffering with cancer, you would have been miserable. Miserable. Man. Miserable. You're, you're going to curse God. You're going to blame him for everything. Yeah. Instead, yeah. What, what I did, honestly, I praised God. Yeah. I didn't praise him for my... I mean, at the time... I now praise him for my suffering. Yeah. But at the time, Ahlam and I and the kids remained faithful. Yeah. We're going to pray. I would ask Ahlam, Ahlam, you know, okay, we found this out. I'm like, Ahlam, what are we going to do? You know what she said? Pray. We're going to pray. She's the best. We're going to do She's we're gonna so do, much better than you. I don't know how. I, I'm really lucky I end up with her. I got to tell you. God, I hope she's, <laughs> I hope she's listening. <laughs> but man, that's a beautiful story, Jeff. And yeah. I, I think from, from just somebody outside witnessing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I've seen it. I've seen people suffer things, through things, and they do it with such joy. Not, I mean, they're not smiling and laughing. Haha, nothing's wrong. But like, they're able to be strong. I guess the strength in that. Yeah. And then I've seen people with, you know, a fingernail prick, and they're just losing their minds, and they're upset about the world. Or a headache. You yeah. get a headache. Look, yeah. yeah. Archbishop Fulton Sheen says, don't ever say Jesus doesn't know what it's like to have a headache. And he's like, he this real deep voice, he was crowned with thorns. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. what a headache. And the humanity, he felt it yeah, all, right? Yeah. But I, I think there's something, you know, we, we owe, you talked about strength. Yeah. And I think that's the big one for me, right? I mean, we owe so much to, to, to Christ when we're going through hard things because I, I just, I know there's so much I can't do by myself. And when I give it up, yeah, it's just like superpowers. Yeah. I mean, it's just like okay, and you're then you realize, oh, I mean, I am, I am capable. Yeah, but it's not just me, right? Yeah, yeah. Having that is such, it's amazing. Look, Jesus was on the cross when Jesus was on the cross, and he, he tell he asked the Father forgive them for they did not know what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Even though he was suffering, you have to have some type of joy or inner peace in you to be able to say that in the time of death. Wow. Forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Strong. I mean, That's strength. Know, yeah. That's strength. Yeah. And and he's on the cross and he's he's reciting Psalms. <laughs> Psalms twenty one or something. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, come on. You know, so look, even though he went through suffering, he went through all these things, but you can tell and he and why? He knew he was doing the will of the Father. Yeah. Right? Doing the will of the Father brings you joy. What if what do you say to somebody who's listening right now? They're Catholic. They go to church every Sunday, go to confession once a year. But they don't. They're not buying what we're saying. Like, but, how do you go for like like ah, just, like Sean Ayer? I was thinking more like Ennis. 
Because oh, Ennis, like the guy is salty. As all guys, salty. The guy jumps in the ocean, it spits him out. I too know. salty. Look how Sean Ayer puts he puts joy, Jesus, others, and yourself. Like, you know, like we don't know that. John, already. This guy, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, you know. he's literally a walking cheesy <laughs> chat tagline. Like, this guy's married. I can only imagine the line he used. No, my God. But you, his wife is amazing. I bet. Oh, my God. Well, listen, she's we're amazing. all wretched garbage. Our wives yeah, really put are. up with <laughs> us for being totally honest. But uh, no, thanks, Sean Ayer. We appreciate you throwing that out from Kairos 2012. That's a nice quote. <laughs> <laughs> but but like what are you saying to somebody Jeff how do I go from listen I'm, I'm, I'm not buying it guys I'm listening in the car right now my life is in shambles I'm a good Catholic how come you guys are saying you have joy I don't get it yeah uh, outside the world has a big influence on us yeah and I think the more even though there's a lot of Catholics the more they are attached to the world the more they are attached to personal things, the more they are attached to material things, they will not experience the joy of Jesus Christ because they are real. And and I and that's the majority of the people. That's why do these saints in their midst of suffering, when times and trials and they're being persecuted, why do they have joy? They are not attached to anything in the world. No one's they're got totally power. They're detached themselves from the world. So now, true. You and I, we can't totally detach ourselves because we're just Bet, married, try we're me. living. Try me. Watch uh, this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes it's tempting. Yeah. No, but listen, here's the thing. I'm being serious. I don't, I'm not that serious. If my boss is listening, please don't fire me. But <laughs> but like, there, there are things that I stress me out yeah. that I can't really control. And why? Because I'm beholden to some material thing. Yeah. This, this paycheck, this person, yeah. this this account. And it, it does stress you out. But when you, I can totally see that. When because, you've got only God. Because we, never let you down. Because we're relying on those things to bring us joy. Yeah. What do they bring That's you? The key. They bring you temporary joy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They, they do bring some type of joy. Yeah. But it's temporary. It doesn't fill... The hole that's in our heart, mm. the hole that's in our heart that's that will never be filled, only be filled with Christ. Yeah, only, and I, that's and that's that's huge. I tell you, I, I watch, and I don't think it's. I think you know, we we talk about we're talking about joy and Christ and Christ giving us joy, almost like it's the strength and this power He's giving us, which I think there's something to that. But like we talk about the joy, this this topic is the joy that our Catholic faith brings us. Yeah. I'm going to get a little cheesy here. Go ahead. I'm going cheesy dad here. All right. Okay? When I sit on the balcony and I watch my 10 kids jumping on the trampoline in the backyard. Yeah, like we did the other day. It's laughing. awesome. Laughing. I can't believe I invited you. That really you didn't invite me. Laura That's did. right. You just showed up. Yeah. yeah. Because you do that. But anyway, I, just I, hate stare, you, man. I can just stare at them and they're laughing and they're jumping and they're just so happy. I've never bought anything in my life or experienced, uh, you know, gone on some roller coaster or some vacation that's given me that much joy. Yeah. And and what gave me all those children? What gave my faith? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That trust that I that's had. Beautiful. So that's another way. Is that's it a beautiful. It's, it's, it's okay. a beautiful testimony. It's, right. it's a really no, no, it is. Right, I hate giving you credit. <laughs> I know. For things, I can but, tell you. Know. I, so I try and. Like, I'm only reason I'm being nice to you is because your mom's watching. Hi, mom. Love you. I, I love, I love you, mom. mom. I love Jeff, your mom. Jeff, he he's not this mean to me off air. <laughs> yeah, he is. But I don't want you to get mad at him. Listen. Our faith can bring us joy in more ways than just God doing it directly, is what I'm saying. Yeah. What does John? What does Jesus say? What does John, John say in John chapter 15? How do I know you're going to say John chapter 15? Yeah. Why? Because I read that this morning. I can't believe That's you read it. That's divine providence. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. right. Come on, we're all listening. We want to oh hear John 15. Gosh. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and I abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. 
My I joy. Goosebumps. I got goosebumps. My joy. Yeah. My joy may be in you, and your joy may be filled. We get Christ's joy. Yeah. God's joy. That's can, can much better that? than my garbage joy. Can you imagine that? The joy of Christ living inside of us. All we got to do is follow his commandments. Right. Love one another as I loved you. God. The two greatest commandments, Man. right? But, I, it's, you know, it's goosebumps. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And those are the words of Jesus. It's Listen. what God wanted us from us. So if I'm sitting in the car right now and I'm listening, you know, Scripture. We talk yeah. about it on almost every podcast. On, okay, I, was, I had a hard day today, Jeff. I yeah, did. I, I know you did. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. I had a really hard day today, and it's not. This isn't. This isn't dovetailing into some joke where I make fun of Jeff. It actually was a really hard day, and I got I had a little time, and I got to go into adoration for 10, 15 minutes, and I prayed and I talked to God, and, and He gave me peace and uh, and He helped me. But you know what I was pining for that I didn't have? I didn't have my Bible. I wanted my I wanted my physical leather bound Bible so bad. I just wanted to open it and read it and have Christ talk to me. Yeah. And when, you know, can, don't you have like just an app like to use? I mean, to get by with. I don't know what it is about that leather know, bond. You open it up. You're but reading at, the but red at least, letters. But at least you have the Word of God, at least in the app, to to get to sustain you until you can. Yeah. You no, know. I didn't tell you the story to, to hurt my feelings, Jeff. I told you to help. Yeah. To, it's for the audience's sake. Actually, and you just my feelings are hurt now because your mom said love wow. you, Pilar. She didn't say love you, Jeff. Because she doesn't love you. No, she did does. She love birth you. Can she you doesn't matter. She did, by the way. She, just, no she way. does love me. That's mom. Please don't fall for this trick. He does this to everybody, especially my kids. It makes me sick. <laughs> anyway, love you, mom. Oh my gosh! But that's what that. When you think about it, there's 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 scripture. There's also I get joy from our faith in the Eucharist. So oh. okay, I didn't have my Bible there, but I'm sitting across from Christ. Yeah. And it, Did you go to adoration today? There just just yeah, right on the way here. I stopped oh. at ECRC, um, and I got some peace. Yeah. I got, and then to me, that's. That's like that stepping stone to joy is that peace because without peace, yeah. the peace of Christ, you can't really experience that. Joy. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I don't know. It was, it was, so you got you got the Eucharist, you've got Scripture. Right. What else, man? What else can these when these folks do? How the about sacraments. I mean, listen, the sacraments. How about the lives of the saints? Oh, go like, for you know, every, it. Every Bring time, every time, you know, like sometimes you're struggling with something and, you know, hey, let me look up a saint. Let me see if they struggle with it. They didn't just struggle with it. <laughs> I mean, we're, the biggest they, we're nothing compared we're to them. Yeah. I mean, the things that they went through, you know, when I got introduced to first to Padre Pio, okay, you know, he's a patron saint of suffering. To be clear, you didn't meet Padre Pio. I mean, is that what I said? You said when I got introduced to Padre Pio. Well, that's got, not what you meant, but I, it kind of sounded like, you're was. like, what up, Padre? Right. What up, Padre? That's what it sounded like. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, let me see what kind of pain he went through. Wow. The stigmata for 50 years? Wow. Oh, my God. I only went through a year of pain and suffering. Listen, 50 you, years. you burned your thumb in my house. You <laughs> haven't stopped complaining for three days. You brought me You brought me a 10 pounds of ice. <laughs> cost me $8 of ice at my house. It's your fault, man. But think about that. We yeah. are garbage. Yeah. What inspiration can the saints oh give us? The gosh. perfect amazing, examples amazing, of, of pure joy. Listen, our Catholic faith gives us joy. It strengthens us. But our Catholic joy it doesn't always... Not always feel good. We we struggle emotionally. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can struggle spiritually. But I think the the important thing to know is that even though sometimes here on earth in our lives we might lose a battle. Yeah. But the war has been won, man. We know. We can, Jesus we've got Christ confidence. defeated yeah. Satan. Yeah. Gotta hate Satan. <laughs> Can't stand him, man. Brings so much discouragement to us. Okay, I'm gonna give you a compliment here. Please plug your ears. So I I, I get a lot of faith, or a lot of joy, I should say. I love you, Jeff. Hey, your mom said love you, Jeff. All right, that's <laughs> it. I'm off the podcast. Love Have you, too. Love you, too, Mom. <laughs> oh, Mom, you're married in. I love any sisters. <laughs> but one of the things, I think back to my life before I really became strong. I look for, I'm 
I've always gone, I shouldn't say always, but for most of my life, I've gone to church every Sunday. But I had bad friends on Saturday. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think about the relationships I had with, with you know, friends and even, you know, family and relatives and stuff that weren't bringing me closer to Christ. That was the opposite of joy. The yeah. fruits of those relationships were in sh- the short-term pleasurable and the long-term just they were not full of joy. I think about now, I surround myself with people who are faith-filled, yeah. and it makes, it's almost like a wall to the outside world of of, uh, of, of keeping kind of that joy in. It's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. You can really pull it off of other people, too. Yeah. You know, as, and I mean, I would do the same thing. I just started weeding out friends. I have left you left to weed out, but and I, <laughs> if I weed you out, I won't have any friends. So I got to keep <laughs> somebody a, around. That's a good you know? point. That's a good point. You know, JoJo, but you keep eating blueberries. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. You know, I, I love that analogy that you brought, bring up that you build a wall yeah. around people. You know, good yeah. friends, yeah. faithful friends, and you know you keep that that devil from you know coming in, breaking that wall, man. Yeah. And the stronger friends you have, the stronger faith, the the, the more powerful well, that wall I, I is. Got, you know? I got men in my life who call me out too. Yeah, when I'm doing something, I mean, like Delone, he's just always looking for a reason. But like <laughs> other guys too, that will call me out if they say like, and it, it's not in a way like they're they're bagging on me. There, it's like, no. hey, you're better than this man. To so make you stronger, you can be better. Make than you stronger this. as yeah, a man, and I, and I count on that. Yeah, it's, and, it, and it leads to it ultimately yeah. leads to a stronger. Faith you know, more and my sister here, Reem, Reem Simone, I love Reem. Hi, Reem. Is she you really know, your sister? No. You can't say stuff like that Why to be not? honest. They're confused. Everybody knows. She's my sister in Christ, okay? <sighs> say that. I love anyway. this. She says, sometimes, sorry, sometimes in order to feel joy, we need to know what it is to suffer. Amen. You Amen, Reem. You know what, Reem? What are you doing next month around this time? You want to be my podcast host, co-host? <laughs> <laughs> She'd be a good podcast yeah, host, man. <laughs> it's just so true. We have to suffer. Again, yeah. like we are talking about, if you don't know suffering, how yeah. do you know what joy is? But we look, as Catholics, one of the things we have that's so beautiful is you say you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make us suffer. What do we say? We'll offer it up. Bring yeah. it. We'll Let's offer do it. it up. Bring it on. Okay. I look, can use this. I remember I remember distinctly when we I left the doctor's office two thousand ten, December eleventh, when I got diagnosed with colon cancer that day. Yeah. We got in the car, Adam was driving, I got halfway down the road. And we had to stop to get some gas. I sat in the car by myself. I said to the Lord, I said, you know what? You want a battle? <laughs> what are you doing? You, tell tell you, this? Be, you told so me you this. You want before. a battle? Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's have a battle. Yeah. Little, I mean. You lasted like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, you know what? I'll Lord, come right on your side. After, it took me, no, it, it, took, it took a month. Yeah. About a month to finally, okay, Lord, I'm going to go through this. I, I'm going to go through it with you. You're going to be with me on this journey. And uh, let's do it. Let's do it together. And we did. And you know, he was faithful. Regardless, I'm, I, and I'm saying this honestly with true faith, regardless the outcome, he never left me. Man. He never left my side. Listen, Jeff, I can't speak for you, but I have a guess. Are you the man you are today if you didn't go through that suffering? No. I would I would never be evangelizing. I would never went to the seminary. I I met Jesus. I've known. I've been a Catholic all my life. Uh, Whatever that means. Young age. Uh, yeah. You know, learning to pray, altar server, church, Sundays, everything. Yeah. I didn't meet Jesus. Man. I did not meet Jesus Christ till I was forty three years old. After you were diagnosed. Yes. Goosebumps, man. And I'm so. You know how you always say the story. You're so sad. You're so pissed that nobody oh. ever told you so. about adoration. Mm-hmm. 
I'm so upset that for 43 years of my life, I, know. I did not know who Jesus Christ it, was. I was blinded. I was blinded by the world. I only knew of Jesus. Yeah. But when I met him, he, oh man, he it's completely, amazing. he completely changed my life. Absolutely. He really did. Absolutely. And I'm grateful to him. I'm grateful to him forever. And I hope, I hope, and I have the joy in the resurrection that I can hopefully see him one day face to face and say, Jesus, thank you for the graces that you gave me to make me the man I am today and, and the person I am, the disciple of Christ that I've become today. Well, be. take your time. We just eclipsed 300 views on the podcast, so I don't want you dying just yet. All right, you can see him later. We got, we got a thing going right now. We got to keep this momentum going. But it's such an awesome, amazing testimony, man. Yeah. And I am, and I think that... Again, I, I had a lot of information about the historical Jesus, yeah. right? And I, I saw, I had the picture and the paintings yeah. in the house, like we all did. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you know, I had a lot of Catholic guilt. That's how we grew up. But when you meet Jesus, you can't explain it to somebody. They just have to get there. Real quick, when was there. the first time you like really met him? Like, have you had that epiphany yet? Yeah, like, I really was, met him. Go back to the first podcast and download it when I walked in oh, the St. Joseph's right. Chapel, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Jesus was sitting there on the altar, and he pulled me in, and the whole room got black. And he just held me there. Wow. Held me there for an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. He just held me there. And I thought, like, it was five seconds. Yeah. And my, I mean, my hair was tingling. My arms were tingling. My toes were tingling. I just, I couldn't believe what was happening to me. It was beautiful. It was amazing. But that's the day I met Jesus, and I haven't turned back. You know, I can't, I can't go into a church knowing Jesus is sitting in the tabernacle without stopping in and say hi. I know. My mom's watching. I'm the worst son ever. Mom, how often do I stop in and say hi? Never. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Right? But she would love she would love it if I showed up on a random Tuesday at two o'clock, just said this, What do you need, honey? Just stopping by to say hi. Like, what's wrong with you, man? What kind of son are you? Not you very good. Stop by Mom, once in drop a while. some comments, let these guys know how big a garbage I am, right? <laughs> but but I can't do that with Jesus, yeah. right? Now, yeah. I will say in confession, I, I, I do tell, I, listen, yeah. Father, I got to say hi to my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That ain't cool. But, I, you know, I, and that's why I was at ECRC today just dropping some stuff off. I had a little time. It's like, going to go say what's up. And, yeah. he, and he brought me joy today. Yeah. It, it's, you got to meet, you got to find a way to have Jesus break through. Listen, Jesus. He never fails. He never fails. He wants in. Yeah. He yeah. wants in. That's what I think hit me in that moment in that adoration chapel. It was this, it was this realization that he had been waiting for me for my whole life, sitting in that tabernacle, he, my mom just texted, my brother, he's Devin. the worst. Why is he watching? You know, you're not even allowed, who told you about this podcast? You know, Devin, I, I agree with you, Devin. He my, is the worst, It's Devon. And you're oh, the Devon, worst, I'm sorry. say his name. I said Devon. Roll tape. We have it on tape, bro. Anyway, it was, it was what the realization to me in that moment was he was sitting in that tabernacle my whole life waiting for me to come home, yeah. waiting to see me. And when I came in, finally, he was like, get over here. Where you been? Yeah. He made me pacha and dolma, and oh they took care gosh, of me, right? Yeah. It was Look, awesome. Archbishop Fonshin, again, I'm going to go back to his one of his quotes. Never and heard I, of him, I've never, I'll never forget this quote I read, I think, in his book. God, I want to I, I say it's I, A Divine Romance. I forgot which book it is. And this is never the most truest thing I've ever heard, Pilar. Yeah. He says, he says, man is not on a quest for God. God is wow. on the quest for man. Wow. So he's trying to tell us, listen, yeah. listen you idiots. Yeah. You're not searching. God is seeking you out all the time. All day. Because, Every day. Because God's, God's love is written in the human hearts of every man when the soul is infused 
at the moment of conception. He made us by love for love. love. Literally, we exist to be in communion in love with him and him in love with us. He's dying to have us. Look, why during this pandemic, why have some people been so miserable? Because we're we're not made to be excluded. No. We're made to be in communion with other people as God is in communion with the Trinity. Amen. Right, they're they're yeah. they're, a, they're a community of people, and that's yeah. we are made in His image and likeness. So, joy, man, man, just joy, just... joy, everything, <laughs> joy, Jesus, others, yourself. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, thank Sean. you, thank you, Sean. We appreciate it. <laughs> no, but you know what? Okay, let's give Sean a little bit of credit. Actually, what? Let's, what? Let's, what kind okay, of game? here's why. Here's why. <laughs> because what that does okay. is it breaks down the priority. Right, it breaks down the priority of of where our love should yeah. be. Yeah. Right, and I tell this to my wife all the time. I love Jesus way more than you. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell my kids that. I mean, Jesus yeah. is number one. Jesus is number, number one. one. And you know what? You know, you know who loves that more than anyone else on the planet? My wife. <laughs> she loves that I love Jesus more than her. The, the, only, her. the only thing I want to tell Sean is that, like this Jesus, other yourself. Why doesn't he follow it? <laughs> the guy. I mean, it's, I know, it's, they, they, listen, the world needs all kinds, Jeff. Leave the guy alone, right? He's got a great podcast. What is it called? The East, the right to be Catholic. The right to be Catholic. Somewhere yeah, it's yeah. worth a listen, I guess. If you're born. my friends, Mary and Zahara, they say with suffering they constantly united with Jesus on the cross. Wow! Unite your sufferings Absolutely. with that on Take the it cross. Take to the foot of the cross, right? And um, he'll 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 give you consolation. He mm. really will. Um, so in that suffering, yeah. we have we we learn to sacrifice, and in that sacrifice, we find joy. Yeah. And that's what, you know, if we, if, if we, it, when I have been selfish in my life, I'm always miserable. I think I'm doing something for myself. It's my turn. Let me get this. It's about time I thought about myself this time. Always leads to misery. When I'm selfless and I give, I always have joy. Yeah. And talk about Jesus on the cross. There's no greater act of love ever committed than yeah. that sacrifice. What does Jesus say? There is no greater love than the to lay, lay down your life for one's friend. Amen. Look at St. Yeah. Paul. His whole, his whole ministry was living for Christ. He did not li- he did not live for himself. Yeah. Right? He says I've been crucified Galatians 2:22. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. Yeah. So my brothers and sisters, right? If Christ lives in you, you will live a life of joy, mm-hmm. even though St. Paul's life was full of suffering. Yeah, it's true. Right? Full of suffering. Yeah. But he always says, right? I rejoice. I, I can never get over that verse. I rejoice in my suffering. Yeah. How can somebody rejoice in suffering, man? It's unbelievable. We've both lived it, though. Yeah. And we've yeah. seen people who have, and they're inspirational. It's great. Any final thoughts for our audience, Jeff, as we sign off, man. besides that you've turned my entire family against me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have my, fun on Christmas by yourself, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, my brothers and sisters, uh, look. The peace of joy lives in each and every one of us. It's just that what do, what do we do to bring that peace and joy out, right? How are we seeking Jesus? Uh, what are we doing? Where Are we seeking him through scripture? Are we seeking him at the chapel? Are we seeking him through the Eucharist? Are we seeking him through the sacraments? What are we doing to seek out Jesus Christ? Yeah. Right? What I mean, look. If we're just going to sit back on the couch and say, you know, wait for Jesus to come, he could. <laughs> but he's not going to do it that way. Right? He wants you. He's there. He wants you to make the initiative. Go seek him out and experience that joy and peace that nobody in this world can ever bring you. Not even Pilar's pool as much as I love it. <laughs> it's a nice pool. I love it. I love it. Seek and you shall find. Knock it. and the door will be open, right? It's great. I think no matter where you're at in your life right now, if you're sitting in the car, you're listening to this podcast, you're stressed out, you're anxious, you have to find a way to bring 
Christ into your life, whether it's going to an adoration chapel, going to confession, going to mass on Sunday and just believe, or it might be as stupid and as simple as finding somebody who has him in his life or their life yeah. and being around them and learning from them. Uh, but there's yeah. certainly something that we can all do, and Jesus wants in. We just got to let him. Yeah. And when we Amen do, to we that. got that joy. Amen to that. Yeah. Let's give a shout out to a, a two podcasts. We always want to endorse each other's podcasts. We already podcasts. gave, well, we already gave Sean Yeah, Sean Ayar has a podcast called The Right to Be Catholic. Yeah. Um, he has a lot of great guests on there and talks about our Eastern Rite. Um, and his Custo has The Salty Catholic, which is actually very enjoyable. If you haven't listened to it, so um, salty. he's so salty. Talk about a guy who needs some joy. <laughs> Man, <laughs> and uh, it's a, it's a great podcast. These are all done through ECRC um, Evangelization Center. And um, listen, we love that you guys are showing. The audience is starting to glow, grow, but very slowly. Yes. Uh, Jeff keeps scaring away all my family and friends, so I get to listen. So please, please share. Here's what helps: it helps a ton when you subscribe to the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple, Play, or Apple um, Podcast, Google, Google Play Store. Yeah. Subscribe. Spotify. Give us a five star review. You give us a five star review that helps move in the rankings right now so yeah. we're getting some exposure if you enjoy the podcast go Please ahead share. And do it. if you don't enjoy the podcast it's Jeff's fault I apologize <laughs> we'll, I'll, I'll get his cousin or his sister in Christ to be my podcast host next time <laughs> but with that thank you guys for watching thank we you appreciate everyone. everything you guys do God bless you and don't ever forget you are your brother's keeper amen we'll see you next time amen everyone You've been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and our programs, visit us at ecrc.us.